It's wonderful to be worshiping with all of you who are here in person, as well as all of you who are worshiping with us online. And since you have made it to online worship or in-person worship on the day after Christmas, let me just start by saying congratulations. We are going to conclude a sermon series today called Songs of the Season. We've been looking at songs in Luke chapters 1 through 2 that give us inspiration in this holy season of Advent and now Christmas. Today we're going to look at a song and I'm going to read Luke 2, 25 through 32 from the New Revised Standard Version. And the title of my sermon is A Short Bucket List, Simeon's Song. Hear now these words from Scripture. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for the glory to your people, Israel. Let us pray. Lord God, in this preaching moment, I simply ask that you would help me to speak your word. Help them to hear your word. And Lord, help us all to do your word. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The meaning of certain songs can be illuminated when we know the stories behind them. For example, consider the beloved Christmas carol, O Little Town of Bethlehem. Episcopal priest Phillips Brooks wrote this hymn in December of 1867 for his church's children's choir to sing at their annual Christmas program. The lyrics were inspired by a pilgrimage that Brooks had taken to the Holy Land two years earlier, a pilgrimage during which he attended a five-hour-long Christmas Eve worship service in the city of Bethlehem. After writing the words, Brooks asked his organist, Louis Redner, to compose a tune for them. Redner struggled to come up with something, 
But the night before the Christmas program, he awoke in the middle of the night with a melody running through his mind. And he got up and he wrote it down and he went back to sleep. The next day, as author Robert Morgan reports, a group of six Sunday school teachers and 36 children sang O Little Town of Bethlehem for the first time. People have been singing it ever since. Long before the composition of modern Christmas hymns, a lyricist named Simeon wrote a song for the newborn Savior. Before we examine its lyrics, let's consider the story behind the song, which illuminates its meaning. Simeon was a devout Jew who was looking forward to the consolation of Israel. The prophet Isaiah had said, Comfort, O comfort my people. And Simeon believed that God would comfort Israel by bringing in the Messiah. Not only was Simeon a man of faith, but the Holy Spirit rested on him. Verse 26 says, The Spirit had revealed to him that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Thus, we infer that Simeon was an elderly man who was in his final days. Even so, he was still actively and faithfully awaiting the arrival of the long-promised Savior. Simeon had special motivation to hang in there, to keep pressing on as long as he could, because the Spirit had told him that he would see the Savior before he passed. In modern terms, we might say that the Spirit wrote Simeon's bucket list. The concept of a bucket list has become popularized in recent years, especially since the debut of a film entitled The Bucket List back in 2007. A bucket list refers to things that we want to do before the end of our earthly life. A bucket list might include going skydiving or going scuba diving. A bucket list might include a trip to Alaska or a trip to Australia. A bucket list might include writing a book or starting a business or hiking the Appalachian Trail. Some recommend writing down a specific bucket list because otherwise we can get into an everyday rut and end up living an unfulfilled life. Having Clear motivation is important to be sure, but so is having the right motivation. Simeon had a short bucket list. In fact, his bucket list had only one item on it. Meet the Savior. Simeon pursued this life goal with unfailing persistence. Meet the Savior. Simeon chased this dream with unrelenting commitment. Meet the Savior. 
good thing too because when we meet the Savior, we have fulfillment in life and we have peace in death. The Spirit didn't just tell Simeon he would see the Savior, but also guided Simeon toward the Savior. Verse 27 says, guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple. Simeon found himself caught up in the choreography of divine providence. I can see him walking into the temple with wide eyes on his wrinkled face, keenly on the lookout for the Messiah. He may have been hunched over from years of battling gravity. He may have been limping with weary legs lined with varicose veins. But I bet he had a burst of internal energy because he was walking in the Spirit. Have you ever felt the Spirit directing you somewhere or guiding you to do something? A few years ago, my daughters and I went to a pizza place after Sunday worship to have lunch together. It had been a grand morning of worship, and I floated out of the church on the wings of the Spirit. I was still feeling the Spirit when we got in line to place our order, and I noticed a young man standing by himself in line, and immediately I felt led to buy him lunch. So I said to him, hey, I'd be glad to buy your lunch if you'll let me. He said, really? I said, yeah, I'm just feeling it right now. I'm just feeling the Spirit. That's what I told him. He said, okay, thank you. We ate at one table, and he ate at another but before he left the restaurant we got to talk for a minute or two he told me that he had been waiting at an intersection right by the restaurant looking for a different restaurant when he felt led to come into that restaurant and so he did I said are you a Christian he said yes I am and as we talked further we discovered that we were both Christian individuals learning how to follow the Spirit's leading at particular times in particular places for particular purposes. Although Simeon was firmly situated within God's unfolding plan, he had to have faith to follow the Spirit's leading into the temple on that particular day at that particular time for a very particular purpose. He must have been walking with confidence in God's providential guidance. For when he saw Mary and Joseph with their baby, he somehow knew that he had finally come face to face with the Savior. There they were in the holy temple, the meeting place between God and humanity. And Simeon met God in person. Luke says, he took the baby Jesus in his arms. As Pastor Jeff Peabody notes, Simeon has the distinction of being the only person in the Bible 
who we are explicitly told held the child in his arms. I imagine Simeon reached out quietly with trembling hands and knowing eyes, signaling that he wanted to hold the baby. I picture Mary lifting her fragile child with dangling legs and carefully transferring him into Simeon's frail arms. The Greek says Simeon received Christ into his arms. This is a noteworthy detail because in Luke's gospel there's a theme of whether people receive Christ or not. For example, in Luke 4, a group of people did not receive Christ when he preached at a synagogue. In Luke 9, a certain village did not receive Christ. But Simeon was ready, yearning and willing to receive him. To receive Christ is to believe he is the Messiah, the Savior. And Simeon surely believed. He received Jesus and held him close, enfolding the Eternal One into his feeble flesh, cuddling the Almighty close to his chest. I bet there was a smile on Simeon's face and tears in his tired eyes as he gazed at the eight-day-old infant who would save him and save his people and save the entire world. Would that we all receive Jesus with similar faith and hold him so closely to our hearts. This is the moment when Simeon wrote a song that people still know 2,000 years later. This is the moment when Simeon's faith took flight on the wings of a melody with the infant in his embrace. Simeon sang with a gravelly voice, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation. In the Greek word order, the song begins, now dismissing. The phrase is a euphemism for death. Simeon's song is about God releasing him to die in peace. He had been holding on for so long, struggling mightily against the tug of the grave, and now he could finally rest. He could finally let go. As an elderly man about to expire, apparently from natural causes, Simeon was released from any fear of death. He was released from any sense of regret. He had lived his life to the longest and to the fullest that he possibly could. He had squeezed every drop of life out of his existence. He had realized God's will for his journey. He had accomplished his bucket list. And he was at peace. 
He felt death approaching. But he felt the Savior right there with him. He felt his final breaths coming on. But he felt the child's heartbeat reverberating against his own chest. He felt the shadow of death looming over him. But he felt the light of the world wiggling brightly in his arms. He had met the author of life before he met the reality of death. And it made all the difference. Right when it was time for Simeon to write his obituary, he wrote a hymn of peace. Right when it was time to double-check his last will and testament, he submitted his will to God's will one last time. Right when others saw old age dragging him toward his demise, Simeon saw Christ lifting him to salvation, elevating his soul, raising his spirit. Salvation is meeting Christ Receiving Christ, knowing Christ, embracing Christ, closeness with Christ, experiencing Christ. Salvation is not so much a concept or a transaction. Salvation is a person. Salvation is Christ. Salvation is Christ with us. With us against the power of sin. With us against the power of death. Simeon shows us the way to live life to the fullest and die with peace. The way is to have a relationship with Christ at the top of our bucket list. The way is to receive Jesus with willing faith and hold him so closely that we feel his heartbeat in our own chest. The way is to walk in the Spirit and be guided by the Spirit. The way is to operate with confidence in God's unfolding providence in our lives. The way is to sing even amid the shadows. The way is to persevere even through the dark valley. The way is to squeeze every drop of life out of our existence, to find motivation in the promises of God, to find inspiration in the Word of God, to keep pressing on with eyes open to see what God still has for us ahead until the day we meet the inevitability of death with the peace of God pulsating in our hearts. My eyes have seen your salvation, Simeon sang. May that be our song as well. Amen.